In today's episode, we're speaking to Sami Wonder once more. Sami is a leading international dating and relationship coach who specializes in helping high-achieving women attract and keep romantic love. Sami founded her multi-seven-figure relationship brand after exiting a successful career as a gold medalist economist with masters in public policy. She then improve, improved the love lives of thousands of women, including celebrities, senior executives, and entrepreneurs in over 55 countries across the globe. Her expertise has been featured on media outlets, including Forbes, Glamour, Time, Marie Claire, Business Insider, and the BBC. She lives in Germany with her adoring husband, Chris, and their two boys. Let's speak to Sammy today and find out how we can lean into work and lean back in love. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khani, Money Mindset Expert. And guess what? We have the gorgeous, the beautiful, the amazing, and the highly, highly feminine Sami Wonder. Welcome, Sami. Thanks for having me, girl. Thank you so much, Sami, for you know for coming back on our Money Talkie segment. We had such a wonderful time speaking to you, learning from you, even then um, on our Friday feature. And that was a conversation which was so interesting, and I was so you know so broken hearted that we had to cut it short because we had to um, end the conversation. But we, I suppose, today's topic is going to make up for it. So before I actually talk about today's topic, please tell everybody what it is that you do. Sure. So my name is Sammy Winder, and I specialize in helping high achieving, successful women find and keep amazing romantic relationships. In the last five years alone, I've helped over 300 of my clients walk down the aisle, and I'm extremely proud of the results my process is helping women have in their love lives. Fantastic. And that's quite a number to boast. 300 women have walked down the aisle. Fabulous. So today's topic is leaning in at work and leaning back at, uh, sorry, leaning back in love. Now, what does that topic mean? What does this title mean? I know what it means, but I want you to explain to the audience, what do we mean by this topic? Sure. So leaning in at work, leaning is, is from Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In which became extremely popular. Mm. And the book was emphasizing how women should lean forward, ask for the promotion, ask for Mm. the raise, be in control of their careers. And so my entire concept is based around how women should be absolutely Mm. leaning in at work, which is using their masculine energy to get Mm. ahead. But they should be leaning back in love, which means they want to be using their feminine energy in order to have success at love. Now, most high achieving women are leaning in at work. They've got their masculine energy mm. down. They can do, give, provide, organize, yeah. plan, take action. But they are also leaning in at love, mm. which means they are still using their masculine energy in love. Leaning in at love looks like if you like a guy, 
you text him. If you like a guy, you call him. You lean forward energetically and you try to make things happen with men. You lean forward energetically and you do and give to men. You give by buying them gifts. You give by buying them meals. You give by, I don't know, being present for them. I had a client who shared very vulnerably that she was dating this guy and she went to his house and he had invited her to so that they can cook a meal together. It was the third date. And when she arrived at the apartment, it was so dirty and the kitchen was so dirty. So she actually put her hand on her forehead while sharing this with me. But she ended up cleaning his entire kitchen so that she could make a meal for him. And my my heart goes out to women like this because I don't think we are doing this on purpose this whole masculine energy thing. I think a lot of the times women are just leaning in at love because we want love so badly and we're such great people and we have so much to give and so much to offer to the world. And yet romance, in romance, using your masculine energy, in romance, leaning in at love is not your best friend and it's not going to give you results with men. Mm, okay. So I this is a very good explanation of why we're talking about today's topic because I think you've hit the nail on the head. When females learn to lean in, be it work, be it their careers, be it their on you know the businesses, it's very difficult to lean back when in the something as uh, something's love because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So we are accustomed to you know be the go-getters in our love too well you know you know especially with today's day and age you know equality and female rights and so forth and how you know you're not feminist if you don't if you don't believe that the if you believe that the man should pay for you then somehow you're you're you know you're you're you know you're not being a feminist and so forth and I I love your approach that you know I think we had the bit of this discussion on our last um, episode we're talking about one of my clients where it's you know the idea that a man um, should pay half or you should pay for the entire meal has become a norm. It's it's men expect that too. And so, what would you say to that? So you know, women can say, well, you know, it's okay for you, Sammy, that you're saying this, but you know, if, I, if a man knows that I'm earning X, Y, and Z, or you know, is, is dating me because he's attracted to the fact that I'm a you know, this professional, independent woman, then you know they expect me to pay. And I've had that. We've had the biggest gurus, by the way. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk, uh, what's his name? Matthew Hassey, I think that's his. You know, he's, he comes on my IG and he's, he's someone that I follow on uh, on um, on IG. Um, and he says this as well, that, you know, you know, why wouldn't you offer? You should at least offer. And, you know, if, if a woman comes and expects me to pay on the first date, then I would not be going to second date with her. Now, he is a love guru to these ladies. And I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Um, if anything, I, your philosophy speaks to my heart more. Um, his doesn't. Uh, I don't know why he's still on my on my newsfeed, but he is. Um, but that put me off. Like, you know, so what? Right? You know, if, if I don't want, uh, you know, on the first day or the second day, if I don't want the man to pay, and I want, I, if I don't want to pay, I want the man to pay, even if I can afford to, that somehow would turn a man off, then I don't want to be the, the man, right? So what would you say to that? Okay, so um, I think I have a lot of respect for all my peers and they all come up with, you know, different advice around who pays. Um, But I think it's so important that women listen to their hearts and women don't listen to what men expect from women. Mm. 
Did you build your successful businesses by doing what society expected you to do? No, not at all. Did you reach the next level in your career by listening to what everybody else around wanted you to be like or or behave like? No. I think every woman who is a pathbreaker knows the value of listening to her own heart. Hmm. And when it comes to your love life, I don't think it's any different. I always ask women, check in with yourself. How does it feel not what you think and mm. not what everybody around you and all the men around you are forcing you to think or programming you to think mm. ask yourself how does it feel for me and the truth is at least for a woman like me i can make all the money in the world and i still like it if i'm out on a date and a man wants to be a man around me wants to pay wants to court me wants to please me and wants to offer to me 50-50 and offering to pay feels like friendship for me it completely kills any tension any sexual attraction i do split the bill i just do it socially i don't do it romantically yeah mm. and and if i split the bill with a man it's like okay dude nobody's investing people and men even male gurus who are telling you that you should offer to pay are literally telling you if a man doesn't want to invest in you you should be cool with that but i'm not cool with it mm. i actually like it when a man wants to invest in me and wants to become a little vulnerable with me because anybody who's making that micro commitment of pulling out the wallet and paying his hard earned money is getting invested this is you know when you split the check it's like okay no investment nothing you know you pay your half i pay my half we're both equally detached here right but when a man actually shells out 200 to treat you to a nice dinner something is at stake emotionally mm. right? and this is what so many men avoid and this is what so many people escape you know let's keep it detached let's keep it no expectations you pay half i pay half all as well and then let's have sex on date yeah. number 3 it, well this is it. this is where i was going to come to so the you know the, the what these girls are saying is well if you expect him to pay then he expects you to have sex then that's nothing more than being a prostitute <laughs> and that, that put me off because i i tell you what um and i completely agree with your philosophy of, of a man investing in me um i do come from old school in terms of the way a man should be treated i do like the you know if if, I, if i'm on a date he needs to open the door for the car seriously you know open the door yes. when you're walking through it. all of those things are just if a man's not doing it i'm noticing and i'm like dude you're not you're not a gentleman as far as i'm concerned you're not a gentleman that really is and may call me you know like i live in the 50s i do so what i do expect that um masculine energy to give that support however when i was listening to this sort of stuff i was thinking scratching my head thinking well no i'm not a prostitute <laughs> I don't you know I'm not going to give him sex just because we're on a date but at the same time I want him to pay so what's the harm you know and I I couldn't understand the connection why you know, if you are on a date you would expect that you know the sex to be expected or whatever else I mean I don't believe in premarital sex anyway so that's going to wait till marriage anyway but that's a different that's a different story but I'm just thinking from my client's point of view why should you know sex or, or lack of it's up to you sex is a choice that they do when if they want to second day third day four day 10th day whatever everyone decides their own and no judgments there why should that come into play when it comes to the choice of who pays and who you know how a man treats his woman I mean, absolutely have- not and i think so many women that's a really good point you brought up so many women are afraid to receive from men so mm. many women are afraid to let men pay on dates because they think that's the ticket for men to 
now expect sex. Mm. And that's exactly my stance on it. You're not a prostitute. Nobody can buy your body by inviting you on a $200 dinner. So the exactly. two are not the same, yeah. you know, like, sorry, dude, you can't afford me. I mean, if it really comes to um, putting a value on my body and my mm. sacred temple, I am sorry, like you can't afford me. Mm. So I think this is not about, this is about women breaking the belief that if they receive from men, they have to give sex in return. I think mm. this is a very this is a cheap man's philosophy. And any high value man who's looking for a wife is not going to think this way. It's, he's going to be ready to court you. He's going to be ready to give to you. He's going to be ready to invest in you, and he's going to give you all the time you need to to you know open your sacred body and temple to him. Mm. In fact, I tell my clients hold it out at least for three months. So all my clients in um you know my two core programs leap into love and elevate who are working with us they are not sleeping around at all they mm. are uh, waiting at least for 3 months evaluating men vetting men making sure these men are in their lives not just for the sex which can be a really great incentive mm. but for the emotional bond that exists between the man and the woman remember ladies you don't just want a man you want a man that you know wakes up in the morning after making love to you and says wow this is a really nice girl with a really nice soul and that kind of emotional bond doesn't happen within two dates three dates four dates so Agreed. you don't want to sleep till that kind of foundation emotionally has been established inside a relationship. And that takes time. So you have mm. to give that bond time to grow and uh, never ever equate sex with uh, receiving from men, because that's, that's an expectation only cheap men have. That's not an expectation high value men have. So this is a distinction I think that we need to accept. More and more women need to become aware of this. Unfortunately, we've, you know, we've been accustomed to the idea that if I expect, you know, you know, dinner to be paid or expect him to pay his way, then he would expect sex from me. And that's not acceptable for me. So I'd rather pay myself. But I agree that the idea that you just mentioned to me before, and even though, you know, the, you know, now, especially if I go out with anybody, first of all, I, I don't, I don't think I could probably go out with somebody who is not on my financial level. What's the, what, your, what are your takes on that or on financial levels? Because I think, I think females feel, I think men can date women who are less financially um, um, able or as, as stable as them. But women, as a woman, I would find it very hard to be with a man who's not up to my financial level. And I'm a very big, I'm a very high earner. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very high achiever. That, that limits the men available to me. What is that my limiting thinking? Or is that, would you say that's a common thing for, for um, high achieving women? I think once you've done the money healing work, you just see money as money. You don't make such a big deal of money. What is important is to is to not marry somebody who simply is not efficiently managing his money, is really bad with money, is very mm. deep in debt, has very bad money habits, has a scarcity mindset, for God's sake. Mm. Uh, but I think there comes a point where when you've done the money mindset work and you've healed your relationship with money, that money doesn't matter so much mm. and other things start to become more important. Other things start to feel more rare. Like in my life, my 
like as the company grows, the, the returns I get from the growth of the company start to feel smaller and smaller. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm looking for other exciting things in my life. I want to travel more. I want to, I don't want to just keep, you know, trying to build the company bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, because of course it also takes time and emotional Mm -hmm. energy and bandwidth. And I want to spread that bandwidth now to traveling, to having fun with my family, because what I have is so good and Mm. enough for me to now like also focus on and value other areas of my life. So I think once you really heal your energy with money, you just see money for what it is. It's it's just a medium of exchange. It's not such a big deal. And then you also start to value men for the other attributes they bring, not just the money they bring to the table. You know, I think it's a block women have that if I make multi six figures a year, I should have a man who makes multi six figures a year okay. as well. Otherwise, we're not a match. And I would like to challenge that because I am running a multi-seven-figure company today. My I'm out earning my husband. And um, honestly, money doesn't matter so much to us anymore. Mm. Like what I value is his reliability. What I value is his presence. What I value is that we can laugh together. What I value is what a great father and present husband he is. What I value is having somebody I can call if I'm stuck in the middle of the night on a highway and my car breaks down. Mm. This for me is valuable now at this level, right? Mm. Now, till we have not healed this relationship with money. And I cannot say that I was always this way. I have come to this point. I've done a lot of work on myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I still have a very masculine man in my life, which Mm -hmm. means when we were married and I wasn't a seven-figure earner, even then this man was a masculine man. Mm -hmm. That was the energetic agreement in our relationship that he will be the bigger doer, giver, energy Mm. injector in the relationship. So when we went to Paris, um, we were living for two years there and he was the one providing and I was a housewife and I really enjoyed it till I started my business and then it took off like anything, right? Mm. And so I think till today, that's our energetic agreement that even though I out earn him, it doesn't matter. Like it's Mm. not important to us anymore. We have everything we need. We're really grateful for it. And now we want to shift our focus to enjoying our life. Mm. And not every conversation is just about who makes what. And so, so many high achieving women block the right, good, loving, kind, generous men from entering their lives because they're stuck with these numbers. Like I make 200,000, he makes 100,000. It doesn't matter. What matters is the values you share, the presence he has, the love you make, Mm. the fulfillment you have in your conversations, how you have shared values of uh, what you want to build. Like Chris and I always knew we wanted to build beautiful homes and we did that together. So there's so much more to life to experience with a life partner than just the number on the money he makes and the money you make. And when you heal, you start to value those qualities. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I'm going to question that because I think I, I hear you what you're saying, but the issue here would be, as I have, I've healed my money story and money story is fine. But what about the idea 
that you know if you out earn a man you emancipate a man that's the that's that's a maybe that's a limiting belief that i have and a lot of other women have and maybe that's the reason why you know we've seen we've seen we've all seen these examples as well where the woman wears trousers and you know she's the boss and stuff and we don't want to value that that doesn't sound appealing to us and therefore the idea is well okay the only way for me to ha- not emancipate my man is emasculate to, yeah i'm oh, sorry emasculate uh, emasculate my man is to um is to not out earn him oh and that is such a big ceiling that you're placing on yourself it's mm. such a big limitation you're placing on yourself so let's just start with the good news Beyonce doesn't wear pants and she is mightily successful and she's Mm. very feminine in her marriage from what you can see um I am a seven-figure CEO and as you can see I don't wear (laughs) the trousers and I am uh very much in my feminine energy in my relationship I think uh, when women are afraid to out earn men firstly women block good men from coming into their lives. Mm -hmm. And number two is that you block your income. This is a success block. Because if you you are going to tell yourself subconsciously that, oh my God, I'm getting more and more successful and I'm making more and more money. And now if I make more and more money means I alienate more and more men. And that means maybe I shouldn't be so successful if I want to have a family and want to have kids and want to settle down. Right. So this is a success block. Like I totally empathize. I totally empathize with the feelings because I think when I was moving from the six figures to the multi six figures, I had similar feelings, but I had to work on them. Um, And if you do not, if you keep, if you keep telling yourself that it is a bad thing to be so successful, it is a bad thing to make so much money, it will show in your income levels and your abundance at some point, right? Like some people will stop at six figures. Some people will stop at multi six figures. Some people will stop at seven figures. Some people will stop at multi seven figures and they will stop because they have this ceiling in how they think which is if I become so successful I will alienate men and Mm -hmm. I can go on and on talking about this but I really want every high achieving woman who's listening right now you are not loved for your success and you are not hated for your success Mm. oh that's a powerful point to internalize you're not loved for your success you're not hated for your success I love that Sami Men are indifferent to your success. Mm. Men love you for who you are. Mm. And perhaps what happens is that high achieving women over identify with their success. And so we make everything about our success. It's like, Mm. oh, I'm so successful. That's why men are intimidated by me. And yeah, that's a common, that's a common one as well. Yeah, because men are intimidated by your success. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, what, what's happening here? What's happening here is that if you have this belief that your success is the problem, you will never be able to go deeper and look at the real problem. You will always just say, it's my success. Mm. Right. And I see this all the time. I am so smart. I am so intelligent. I'm so beautiful. And it's my success that is pushing men away. And you know what? I'm not going to be dumb for them. So sorry. Right. I'm going to be single forever. I love it. And this resonates so much. But what if I told you your success wasn't a problem at all? Mm. Not with the right man. Of course, there are there are those douchebags, but there's plenty of the douchebags, I think. Yeah. We don't we don't care about the douchebags. We care about good, high quality men. And there's mm. plenty of them too, right? Yeah. Like all the good guys you see with rings on their fingers, they're there. Mm. They're there. Somebody yeah. married them, right? Mm. They married somebody. 
they have families, they're good looking, they're successful, Mm -hmm. right? So they're there. So what if I just played with the belief that your success was not a problem? Now what happens? Now what do we find under this? Now Mm -hmm. you have to sit there, you have to take a deep breath and you're like, shit, my success is not a problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. So something else must be going on here. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking. Now we're going deeper. Now we're willing to look at what tweaks can we make in our approach? What is really going on here? Yeah, because the easiest blanket for high achieving women to cover themselves up with comfort is to say, I'm successful and men don't like successful women. Yes, very much so. And just lean back and think, well, you know, what can I do? I just uh, intimidate men. So tough shit. Okay, so how do we lean into, how do we lean back in love? I mean, what, what, what do we do? Let's just start with know that you're the prize in love. How does that sound? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that takes getting used to, I'm the prize. Okay. And how do we internalize that, that belief? You internalize that belief by knowing that when you look around in nature, the peacock is dancing for the bee hen. Hmm. Not the other way around. Yeah, it's a male one. It's a male male peacock, which actually dances for the female. Yeah, and the female just sits there bored and she's like, I don't know if you're good enough and if I should both your chicks um, or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, when you look at nature and you look at evolution, you, you we have one egg a month in our mm. ovulation cycle. Mm. Men have millions of sperms that they release. Mm. Yeah. Anytime on demand. Yeah. Uh, available in plenty. So we are the scarce resource. We are the prize. Nature designed us to be the prize. Mm. And so many women have forgotten this. So many women are listening to all these love male love gurus who say, work hard, be smart, be witty, show up on a date, uh, offer to pay. And it concerns me because I see so many amazing women sit on dates, become a nervous bundle, trying so hard to appear a certain way, like trying so hard to look cool and witty and smart and, you know, pour all these teasing texts on these men. And it just comes across as so desperate and so Mm. much performance energy, as I call it. Mm. And it's almost like you don't see it, but the peahen is dancing for the peacock and the peacock is smoking a cigar and saying, perform for me. Mm. And if you perform well enough, I may give you a second date. And I think this really needs to turn around. This really needs to change. And women need to start showing up as the prize energy in love, which is I'm on the pedestal. Impress me, court mm. me, show me what you got, and I'll evaluate you. And if you're good enough, you may get a second date with me. How's that for a turnaround in the mindset? And so, leaning back here looks like being aware of your worth and knowing deep inside your heart that you are the prize a man works hard for, not the other way around. So, would the old play hard to get? be part of this and the old you know the old way you know just you know the, the, the I mean I suppose I grew up with this idea that you know men like a chase men like a men like to make the effort we've all grown up with those are the ideologies as well and for some reason in the 2000s they were replaced to equality like we should be equal and women can ask men out and all of that rubbish which I think is cobs wallish because I don't think I <laughs> I would never ask a man out it has to be the other way around but yes I think this this idea it needs to sink in that you are the prize. At the moment, I think females have forgotten that completely. Yes, and I absolutely. love the fact that you brought it to my attention that we are, we are the prize. 
We are the prize. And I don't think this is about playing hard to get. I don't think this is about playing anything. I think Mm. this is about being hard to get. Perfect. I love that, Sammy. I love that idea. It's not playing hard to get. Be hard to get. Expect yourself to be the prize and expect the other person who is interested to work for it. Absolutely. And I think this scares women. The idea scares women. And so many women want to be queens. But Mm. when you show them this path, they get scared. They're like, oh, my God. Will any man stay and work for me? Will any, will all of them go away? Mm. And you know what? I don't want to lie to you. Some will go away. Yes. And that's okay. They're not your person because you're a person who sees your light and who sees your worth and who sees your value will stay without you having to do the pole dance and peacock dance for him. Yeah. So this is not about playing hard to get, which sounds really fake and superficial. This is about being a woman who knows her value, who has such a busy life full of social commitments, an amazing, you know, uh, amazing career that keeps her busy. This is about being a woman that is hard to get, not because she's playing anything, but because she is hard to get. And what's your take on, um, on these, you know, websites and those dating sites, which you know, that's when men can just scroll and, you know, get 10 more like you. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with much because I'm not, I don't believe, I mean, I personally don't believe in dating sites. I'm sorry. I, you know, and again, like I said, I'm old school and these dating apps, I just don't believe that they can work. They may have for somebody, but I just don't personally think they can. What's your take on the women who do go on these apps and there are like, you know, one woman and 10, you know, men going through, you know, 10 of them and, which man would work? So then the question will arise, which man would work on? Because if, if it's not you, I'll get another one, right? Yeah, well, uh, I think the choice and opportunity goes both ways, right? So as a woman, uh, it's not just that I'm at a man's mercy. It's also that I have so many options available that I can scroll on. So I'm a huge advocate of uh, online dating. Oh, okay. 90, 90% of my clients have found their men online. And I'm talking about really successful women. I'm t- not talking about, uh, I mean, of course, I work with doctors, engineers, intelligent women, but I also work with seven-figure CEOs, multi-six-figure coaches. Mm-hmm. And um, these women have met their husbands on Tinder. I'm not kidding. Tinder. Right? <laughs> oh, Tinder. So, all apps. Okay. So, so this is a mindset thing. Of mm. course, there are douchebags on online dating. Of mm. course, there are men just looking for sex. But aren't those men existing in the real world as well? Because the online world is just a reflection of our real world. It's just that in the real world, you don't see them every day. In an online world, they all collect and you're able to see that this is all present in the real world, right? Mm. But just like good, just like bad men are both online and offline, similarly, good men are both online and offline, And you have to, you know, a winner's mindset in dating is focusing on that which you want, Mm -hmm. putting all your attention on knowing how to learn to recognize a good man online. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they exist and they're there. And so I'm a huge proponent of online dating. Um, I've actually had clients who've come to me, high level executives, think vice president, New York Stock Exchange. Mm -hmm. And they have said, Sammy, I don't want to online date. Can you help me? And I've said, no, you need to be able to online date. And then they have huffed and puffed and moaned and got online. And one year later, I'll call this client, Veronica. She's about to get engaged to the healthiest, most amazing man that uh, she's ever had in her entire life after two failed marriages. And she's a mother of two teenagers. Yeah. So 
just like with money and having an abundance mindset, it is so important that when women go online, they don't have this huff and puff and resistance energy, but they have an energy of embracing opportunity and they have an energy of embracing abundance online because everything you want exists and it's all coming together on an online forum. And that online forum makes your life so easy. You can literally lie in bed for 10 minutes a day and you can see what you like, what you don't like. You can do, you can do research. You can, you can search exactly what you're looking for. You can find it and you can just play a game. You don't have to be so serious and heavy about it. Maybe something comes for you. Maybe something doesn't come up for you, but you don't have to be so heavy about it. You just have to see it as yet another avenue that opens opportunity for you. I still recommend organic dating. I still tell my clients, you know, go hang out um, in five-star bars, go hang out in golf courses where, you know, the the kind of man you're looking for is hanging out. So I'm not anti organic dating, but I definitely believe in maximizing my clients' opportunities and plenty exist online. Wonderful. I'm glad that you have we've taken this um this twist on it because I think a lot of females get do get blocked and I especially with the COVID um, but with everyone being trapped at home, it's more difficult to be out and about and be social. Things are opening up at the moment. Um, especially in the UK is, but other parts of the world, it's still more difficult. So the online space is the place to be. So just to, to wrap this up now, Sami, can you give us a, um, you know, let's go talk back about the main title. So let's talk again once again. So when we mean lean into work, we know what that means, but what does lean back in love mean? So lean back is knowing, as we said, you are the prize. Number two, lean back in love means letting him initiate, at least for the first few months. Lean back in love means letting him initiate and pursue the connection. Not being the woman who pounces on men the minute she likes them, but is shining her magnetic personality so that men are coming to her. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's what lean back also looks like. Lean back in love also looks like not emasculating men with your words, with your tone of voice. Um, So many times when we are angry at men, you know, we can start to emasculate them by saying things like, oh my God, I make more, so much more than you. Like, why would I do this? You should do this. So the problem is not so much that we make more money. Hmm. The problem is that we start to emphasize it and uh, really, um, you know, push it like a knife in our man's heart that, you know, you're less because you make less and I am more because I make more. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of emasculation can be really dangerous and really poisonous to a man's self-respect, anybody's self-respect. Imagine being, imagine being with a man who was doing the same to you. Imagine being with a man who was coming and poking at you that he makes more than you. So I think uh, a certain level of awareness and sensitivity has to arrive inside of high achieving women that your money and your success is not the only thing that defines the happiness in a relationship. And you do not want to constantly be in a relationship where you are um, emasculating your partner. Mm -hmm. Now, lean back in love also means having healthy boundaries because it's very difficult to be in your feminine if you don't feel safe. Hmm. so many women go into their masculine energy because they don't feel safe we Hmm. control and we tell men what to do and we we pursue and and initiate because we don't feel safe inside our hearts and the way I teach being safe and feeling safe is through developing a strong relationship with our boundaries and knowing that 
if something doesn't feel good, I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to speak up and I'm going to look after myself because that is the only way I can be in feminine. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll jump into control. I'll get into my man mode, my gladiator mode, right? So in order for me to be a woman around a man, I must feel safe. And how do I feel safe? I feel safe by drawing my boundaries. Okay. Those are all amazing, amazing, amazing tips and ideas. I know you have a guide that that, that is available that's on the same topic. um, And you're giving that as a gift to our listeners. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So let me just quickly tell you about the special gift that is for your audience. So we're giving away a training called Lean Back in Love, Lean In at Work. And it's going to show women how they can embody the feminine energy shifts inside their relationships and interactions with men because they've got the masculine energy nailed down. This is about how do I embody the feminine energy shifts? And it comes along with a PDF on scripts. So exact words that I am giving away to these women on how to communicate in your feminine energy around big and difficult topics like sex, money, getting him to step up, getting him to take charge. And so this PDF is something that was requested by all of my private clients. They were like, I would love to know how to talk about this, these things in feminine energy and without becoming into my gladiator, mm-hmm. getting into my gladiator energy. So um, that PDF is also part of the free training and you can find both in the show notes below. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you so much, Sami. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. So for those listening on the podcast, all the links that Sami's just mentioned would be in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links as well. Once again, I do recommend you, if you are a single woman or even a married one, you want to build a relationship, especially if you're a single one, to go check out Sami. She is a kick-ass lady not only is she an inspiring entrepreneur that you can look up to but she has uh, answers to some of your questions some of more your you know your deeper darkest questions about you know well if I'm successful what does that mean for my love life and how can that impact me and as you've heard from the discussion from this one obviously the one on Friday to the answers are there in the questions and the way she approaches it is a very unique way probably more aligned to my way of thinking than the, some of the other you know, male gurus out there. Um, with all due respect, they're all wonderful people. I'm sure they have amazing results, but their methodologies and their their, their energies didn't resonate with me. Well, Sami has spoken to my heart. And I'm, I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you you would um, definitely resonate with her energy too. As you know, I attract similar people to myself. So do go check her out. She's amazing. And Sami, thank you for giving us your precious time. You have been an absolute wonderful eye-opener for me too. Oh, thank you. It's been such a joy connecting with your girl. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Sammy. So thank you for listening to me and Sammy on Money Talkies today. I will be back on another Money Talkies segment, finding out how these amazing entrepreneurs can help you and I build a better business or in today's case, build a better relationship with personal life. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. 
Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.